You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. Hi, and welcome back to South Coast Sounds, Kiama Community Radio's dedicated music show that aims to bring you everything musical from across the Kiama LGA. Hi, I'm Helen Lear, and I'm very pleased to be back chatting with Becky Guggersberg, president of the Kiama Jazz and Blues Festival. I first spoke with Becky in our very first edition of South Coast Sounds back in March 2021, and I can't believe it's been a year already. The Much Love Festival will return to our fair shores from the 11th to the 13th of March, featuring dozens of artists from across our region and beyond. So let's find out a bit more about it. Welcome, Becky. Hi, Helen. Lovely to have you back on the show, and we're very excited to hear that the festival is going ahead again this year. Me too. We're we're very excited and we're only a couple of weeks out, so uh, it's all full steam ahead. So for anyone who hasn't heard about the festival before, hasn't been, tell us a bit about it. Okay, so the Kaima Jazz and Blues Festival's been going for 35 years this year. Wow. Um, it is very much a signature Kaima event and it was started way, way back by a bunch of enthusiastic jazz lovers who happened to teach at Kaima High School and they created this um, sort of event around touring artists and their love of music. Over time it evolved to include blues music and now it's, it's a flagship event that goes for three days in our sweet little village of Kaima. <laughs> Ever-growing Kaima. <laughs> Ever-growing <laughs> So what do you have for us in store this year? Who are kind of your key picks that everyone should go and see if they can? Oh, wow. There is so much good music coming. The ticketed gigs are the really outstanding cherries on top of the cakes, but there is a whole smorgasbord of music that you can still see for free. The park stage all day Sunday from 11 till 6 is amazing and you'll see some incredible performers there. But definitely if you want to see some of the standouts, you you need to be buying tickets now for those events. So that would include Dom Turner if you're a blues lover, otherwise known as the Backsliders. He's coming with his Rural Blues Project. If you're into super cool funk, Mosesi Parker and the Fire Jammers, Musa Daikaiti is actually a musician, a Mali musician. He'll be supporting that act with Dom Turner, as will an all-girl jazz band called uh, Monstrous. That will be an incredible gig. We've got a bit of a bit more electronic this year. So it'd be worth going to Fillmore's to see something outside of the box where all things are sort of tested. And Mike Knock, it's an absolute privilege to have him here on Sunday. As with Mr Ott for the closeout party, you will not be disappointed. (laughs) Um, No matter what music genre you want to be pursuing, you would love that. Yeah. So it's not just strictly jazz and blues, is it? I think that's a bit of a misconception people have. There's sort of lots of different, other different genres as well that people can see. I find this question really interesting because Blues Fest, 
there is nobody doing a audit on what the music is there. Mm. This is not strictly blues. Blues is actually, it could be described as a sort of a time chord progression and it is the birthplace of modern rock and roll, which also continues to evolve. It's come from deep south America and it was it was from the, the hardship that the, you know, the black workers, the cotton pickers and the, it's, it is a sad, sad story that evolves into our stories. Jazz, however, is songs of freedom. It's almost anarchy in motion. It is everything. Like for a lot of us, we say, well, we're actually having trouble deciding what isn't jazz. Mm. Because jazz comes across everything and it's such a good word. If you've got your blinkers on saying jazz is just this particular type of traditional something, you got it all wrong. DJ music is jazz. Anything, hip-hop is jazz. All, all forms of new music can almost be jazz. But if you just want strictly rock and roll, go to Red Hot Summer. That's this weekend. Mm. and enjoy that genre of music as well. We just feel so, so privileged to have this extraordinary music come to our town and some of it has lyrics and some of it doesn't but all of it forces you to feel Mm. and encourages you to lift your spirits. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. And which of the venues that are involved this year? There's quite a nice spread, isn't there, across our LGA? Yeah, there is. So we've got um, gigs from Jeringong to Minamara. We have this year festival hubs, which we haven't had before. So the very funky Top Shops, that is a festival hub. They'll be having a series of acts so you can get there at coffee o'clock and you can <laughs> stay till beer and fish and chip o'clock. Um, <laughs> Burnett's Sound Garden is um, a, it's going to be a beautiful activation as well. There'll be three acts there as well. And B is putting out all sorts of energy. She's going to run a bus. She's got food and refreshments up there. It's going to be very cool and very safe to be outdoors. It's going to be a very special you know, COVID safe event. We are trying to make sure that everyone feels comfortable. So there's lots of outdoor things. The rain is just getting it out of its system now. (laughs) The sun is coming. (laughs) (laughs) We also have a lot of street activation. So there'll be gigs in Jazz Alley, which we've never activated before. That is under Mikey Freedom's mural beautiful mural that he gave to our town back in 2018 that was his festival gift when he was the designer of the festival program and posters what else so hill bar down in Jeringong, kaima golf club uh, minamara cafe kaima downs stacks little earth cafe so all our favorite little restaurants bars cafes are all part of the fabric of the festival and form stages so book in if you want to go and have something delicious to eat for an evening performance as well great and what is there for families this year well pretty well everything except bars and (laughs) uh and and clubs the after hours is suitable for families 
Mm. Um, it's an inclusive festival. But really the Sunday is probably the best for families because if uh, little people aren't all that into the music, they can go and play in the park. It's really uh, a fabulous day for for families. Mm. Um, yeah. And so the last two years, as we all know, have been incredibly challenging for the music and the performing arts industries. Um, we feel like we might be coming out of it again. I remember thinking, saying the same thing last this time last year. But how do you think events like this, how, how important are they for the music community, the jazz and blues community, for people to be able to get together, to play again, to play in front of fans and, and audiences? And how, how do you think how important that is for our, our community and the music community on the South Coast? Oh, I think it's um, incredibly vital. It is something that we notice we miss when we're in lockdown. We miss connection. Mm. We miss uh, creativity. We miss the live music experience. I certainly do. Last year, because of our, you know, the model of this festival, we've been able to go ahead because it is more intimate and because it's not you know, bring in all the giant um, stages, fence everything off, have security, do the major scale festival, you actually get to see some of these incredible performers that are international performers or have performed at Wome Adelaide or Blues Fest or, you know, the really big gigs in our little hometown in an intimate setting. That's mm-hmm. part of the beauty of this. And last year when so many musicians were having gigs cancelled every week, we put, I think from memory, it was at least 80,000 into the hands of musicians. Mm. That paid their rent or fed them. Yeah, um, that's huge. And, and that's mm. important. It's really important. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, the artwork for this year's festival is awesome as always. Can you tell us a bit about this year's artist? Okay, um, well, I'll, I might explain the process first. Certainly since I've been involved and the reason I got involved was because I was very keen to see the posters evolve into something a bit more meaningful for the event and, uh, and change each year, bring in a visual element. So like I mentioned, Marky Freedom in 2018, that was the year I started and we've had um, Gregor and we've had James Gulliver Hancock last year. This year we did a call-out to visual artists to send a um, concept for their design as opposed to competition. We actually pay the visual artists now. We've made sure that we've allocated fund for uh, the visual artist and part of the gig too is that they get to have an exhibition during the festival as well. And especially now we have a bit of a hub for music at Finding Fillmore's. That is an exhibition space that we can use for three months for that visual artist. So uh, we did a uh, social media release and we had a, a bunch of applicants, but this one was a standout. It wasn't mm. It's very cool. trumpet players. It was. <laughs> it's very inclusive. Mm. wasn't all about the music. It was more more about the sense of place, more about the freedom that comes with music, more about difference and diversity and um, playfulness. And after a year of sterility and COVID testing and isolation, we really felt that this 
said a lot about what our festival is. So this artist is Berlin-based, but he grew up in Kayama. His creative name is Cooked Rabbits. He's a DJ in Berlin. He's a designer, an illustrator, a vegan cook and a tattoo <laughs> artist. Oh, wow. Um, and he grew up in Kayama. And uh, just to be fully transparent, he's my son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, we were really happy with his application. He also came and did an artist in residency and has had um, a show at Fillmore's that the first uh, show has pretty well sold out. So there's a new exhibition, new work has gone in. He's actually gone back to Berlin now because everything's opening up in Berlin. So I'm optimistic that this is another collectible piece for our uh, poster artist. Mm. And it's exciting to have this new vision. Mm. Um, uh, there will be very shortly on our website to apply for the visual artist section of, uh, for 2023. Great. Um, and you're an artist yourself as well. People may not know that in your day job. Uh, yes. <laughs> I am, yes. It is my day job. Do you have anything you're currently working on that people can go and see? I do. I was very fortunate to be the uh, cover artist for Cold Coast magazine for the summer. Mm. Um, some people might know my work. I do sort of figures in a coastal landscape. But I've also, during COVID and um, missing music, just done a series of work around musicianship and kind of thinking what musicians would have been doing while in lockdown, but also just being really playful with um, sound and the vision of seeing musicians. Mm -hmm. And I will have a show at the old fire station with that work that is still available. I've sold quite a few of those to other collectors, which has just been lovely, um, particularly when exhibitions haven't been high on the list of things that people are doing. I also, as a result of being involved with Cold Coast, have a bunch of commissions and um, that's always a lovely privilege to work on as well. So, yeah, that's currently my work. Great. Yeah. And where can people go to find out more about your work but also the Jazz and Blues Festival and where can people grab tickets? Sure. Um, online you can Google Kaima Jazz and Blues Festival and you'll see ticket links. You'll see a Spotify playlist so you can have a listen to some of the artists. There is a full rundown on the artists and the venues as well. So the ticket link is there. You can follow what we're doing on social media on um, Kaima Jazz and Blues Festival, Facebook and Instagram, and there'll be ticket links in Linktree there. And for myself, I am Becky Gookersberg on social media, media, but being Bexter is my new working name. And there's a whole bunch of reasons for that, but I'll work for you. <laughs> um, but being Bexter, and you can see what current work is available and um, several different genres that I tend to work across. Yeah. Great. Becky, thank you so much for coming in to chat with us today. All the best with thank the festival. You. We're very excited and we hope to see you down at the park for dancing and singing if we Yay. are still allowed then. <laughs> 
Yes, let's hope. So fully the idea is that we're going to transport you places that you haven't been able to go to in the last few years. So uh, let's let's fly. It's going to be fun. Thank you so much, Becky. Thank you. Thanks, Helen. KCR, kiamacommunityradio.org. For the community, by the community. Here's a little something to get you in the mood. This is called Hurricane by that great blues trio, The Sun Bears. They're not playing at this year's festival, but certainly a favourite from previous festivals. That's it for this month's episode. If you'd like to hear more music from our local artists, you can head over to the website, kiamacommunityradio.org, and click on the link to listen to the Kiama Local Musicians playlist on Spotify. Until next time, take care, support local music, and stay tuned to Kiama Community Radio. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved.
and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.